Thanks a lot. It's part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousins Out coming to you on a Thursday night. Yeah, you're listening to this Friday morning, but it's Thursday night. I have spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me as always, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Evening, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Good evening, indeed. Yeah, we just had our fantasy draft, um, the 30th year in this East Coast Fantasy League. My God. And I'm only like 38 years old. I was like between seven and eight years old when we saw Anyway, um, (laughs) I had the uh, reigning champ, by the way, came off 10th and 11th pick. I think I did all right. Don't mind this team. Mahomes, it's a snake draft. We don't veer from that pretty much. Mahomes, Kamara, Chubb, Samuel as a keeper, Robinson on the Rams, Cooks, those are my receivers. I have Hopkins and Sky Moore down there. Gasicki. I'm happy with the squad. Harry, what did you do? Hey, I'm now not Bryant's now not the only Raider fan on this podcast. I am hmm. now a Raiders fan because I've got Carr and I've got Adams. I've got the hookup. You did it. You pulled it off. All right. Polly Kid, you happy with your squad? Uh, so I, I'm right in the middle uh, there, Sal. Burrow, Mixon, Damian Harris, Burrow Lamb. Mixon. Yeah, the Burrow quarterback, Mixon. running back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's a, you know, I, 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 I grabbed Burrow, Sal. I mean, he was probably like the uh, the quarterbacks tenth, went late, tenth quarterback to go as well. They I went mean, late. So, someone um, got I had to, uh, Ro- someone got Rogers like in the t- was that the tenth round or twelfth round? Nine. I 10. think it was. I I took Burrow after Rogers. I was. I'm pretty wow. sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I like that pick. I like Burrow. I mean, how can you not like Burrow? Guys could throw for five thousand yards this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Williams, Ceedee Lamb. If Godwin is healthy, it uh, he looks like he's playing Week One. I don't know how, but uh, Darren Waller. I'll take right. it. I'll All take right. it. I'm not, Brother Brian, you can uh, pass. You don't have to say you don't like. It's your funny. Team. I yeah. It, <laughs> I, I kind of like my team, although like, I mean. I have like my second to fifth running backs are all about the same, right? So I have Henry anyway as my one. And then I have Hall, Edmonds, Dylan, and Gibson. They're all running backs same. get thin in terms of unproven yeah, players. Yeah, I mean, at Mark least. Andrews. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think I was going to end up taking Mark Andrews in this draft, but I took him. And then yeah. I'm kind of like you are, Sal, with the receivers in your other league. Like I have Marquis, I took Higgins first, Wild, right. Marquise the, Brown. Like I have a lot yeah. of, I've, I have a lot of twos who could be good. I mean, I kind of be I, one. I do kind of like my team, but this is the problem with the keepers. Like we got to the third round, we were on like early twenty pick, and I was like, the best receiver was T Higgins, and I was like, oh, yeah, there shit. were eight keepers out of ten teams. So there you go. All right, so that's uh, look, oh, everybody always. Did you guys? Team. Did you guys notice the four of us are in the same division out of five? Are we really? Is that yeah, how it works out? It's, it's wow, us. Good. It's us four and chat. Us four and chat. Nice. Good. good. And that's chat. how we'll do it. And chat too. <laughs> Perfect. So. Last yeah, I was place. looking. I was looking at the schedule. Darren opens up with the three of us the first three games. Nice. Uh, all right, good. So we'll keep you. I know Woo! everyone's on pins and needles about this league. But anyway, thirtieth year. That's cool. <laughs> Actually, the the biggest thing I want to talk about is we were in a Zoom. Harry's brother is in the league. You've saw. You've seen him take a bath, uh, basically on this show. And Harry's. I'm going to say ex girlfriend was in the in the box there too. So I, Harry, you did well. Um, considering all the distractions. <laughs> so. Don't we have games to discuss? I think so. I don't know. All right, so Thursday night. There's so much to talk about. I would say out of like the 12 people that were on the Zoom, Uh um, everybody else was sitting like, you know, in a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Harry and his brother laying 
Lang, uh, like uh, maybe like George Costanza ish. Um, yeah. with you know, covered by blankets. Uh, Damn you know, straight. Just, it's it's why right. why? By the way, Harry also didn't take Kelsey, who he says is going to win MVP, a long shot for MVP, but still stands by that. Had two shots to take him. Didn't yep. claims he's going to have fifteen touchdowns, but um, you took who did you take instead? Aaron Jones, uh, Knox, Knox. Have you? No, your second pick. You took no, second Adams, pick. And, oh, Adams and who? Who was your second pick? Uh, uh, Jones, Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones. So you took no, Jones a, over Kelsey. That's a bad pick. Yeah, that's it's a bad enough. pick. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, listen, Harry, uh, I forget it. I don't it's all right. Yeah, we've done enough. <laughs> we've done enough. <laughs> oh, about the girl. Yeah, you want to talk about the girl? It's fine. I'll oh, talk yeah, about that. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Whose girl is that? that? <laughs> I uh, Joel, you, I wish you were on the Zoom. It would have been great. You would have loved it. I mean, it sounds like Scott uh, players wasn't the only thing he stole from Harry, I guess. It sounds oh, like. my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, who's the real player here? All right, like I said, Thursday night, lots going on. As we tape, Penn State leads Purdue 14-10. That's a fun one. Did Pitch a score here? Baby fix it. Pick to. it down to the one. Oh, they're down to the one. Shit. All right, so it's first and goal. Pitt, they're looking to tie this, right, against West Virginia. They're down seven. Uh, yeah, down seven. Uh, it's midway through the third. What else we got? Mets beat the Dodgers. That's fun. Yankees are off or late? They're off. They must be off traveling. They're right? off. Got a big series coming up here, oh. though, against the Rays. Against the Rays. I'll tell you what. Uh, we didn't. We talked about this a little on Extra Point. Spaghetti was complaining about the traffic. He says he's never going during the week again to Anaheim. Doesn't care who, what position the Yankees in. Doesn't matter. Mikey Meatballs was there. Babyface, you sat in traffic. You didn't get to see Judge put the ball in play once. And even better, the best of all, up to nothing, the MVP, Shohei Otani, steps up to the plate. 2021 and 2022 <laughs> MVP. Knocks it out of the park. Sends you fools going home. But the only thing that, was, that sucked about it was the parlay kid wasn't with you guys. What do you think, Babyface? Are you, are you going there again? I was, uh, I crossed it off the bucket list. I think, uh, th th that was it for me. And, uh, it wasn't even just getting there. It took 45 minutes to get out of the parking lot. Um, and you waited, uh, right? Those guys waited Joel, and, and still, yeah. Joel, you've become spoiled out there, Joel. Uh, you know, you take 45 minutes to get out of the Hofstra parking lot. I mean, <laughs> right. Let alone uh, Anaheim. Come on, buddy. Forgetting, well, I heard uh, nightmares about what's going on City Field with the with the tennis too now. So it's like it really no one oh, yeah. can get anywhere. Oh, got to be terrible. Yeah, I mean that's, the owner that, Cohen came on and apologized. Like I don't know what to do. Like they they just weren't ready for this, you know, to mass transit. So there you go. Um, I have Nadal tonight, Harry Nadal on Oklahoma State. Looks like they're about to take care of business against Central Michigan, but you can't cross that off just yet. <laughs> Who's my third? Oh, the freaking Braves. The Braves, uh, they got out of it. All right, bottom of the eighth. I hate rooting for the Braves. So that's that. Uh, we're going to go over defensive. Paulie Kid, we've done conferences. We've done college conferences. We've done NFL, every division winner. We've done quarterback stats, running back stats. Wide, what more? What else are we supposed to do for these people? No, I don't nobody's know. Done, nobody's done more than us. Nobody. I don't think I mean, so. I don't think no, so. Nobody. Bri no listens to uh, Bet the Board podcast all the time. I don't know. Have they covered as much as we have with all this? We're all uh, over. Maybe not fact, all the props. Taking... The, the, divisions, the division stuff is ah, crazy. But... To hell with the divisions. All right. Let's go over, <laughs> um, let's go over these defensive stats here. Uh, interception leader, Xavier Howard. Favored six to one odds. JC Jackson. 
Uh, new addition to uh, the Chargers, seven to one odds. Trayvon Diggs plus 750, and so on and so forth. Go ahead, Harry. Hit us with the, some JC Jackson action. Absolutely. Uh, new team, same result. 17 picks last two seasons. Absolutely going to be a bolster that LA Charger defense that had just 11 picks a year ago. And mm-hmm. uh, to show how good he is around the ball, I think I made a point like this a couple of pods ago. Uh, the entire Raiders and the entire Lions team had has 25 picks combined each, each in the last three years. Jackson's been in the NFL for four years. He's got 25 himself. Meanwhile, those two just have 25 over the last three years. Jackson's always around the ball. Fantastic defender. Seven to one. I love it. All right. So here's the thing. Like interceptions are, I don't want to say they're lucky parlay kid, but it's a lot of right time, right place, right time. Be there when it's tipped, all that, right? Like, I, I'm trying to think, like, Diggs, because otherwise Diggs would be the big favorite, right, um, going into this year. I mean, he have 11? He had 11 last year. So why wouldn't he be the big favorite? And uh, He's done it one year. Yeah, well, look, 11, well, Sal, I just think the biggest, the, the, the guy, the, the, the best players year after year around four or five is what I'm saying. Now, I'm not, I'm not even saying he's the best player because he has 11. I'm saying it's a little bit fluky, and that's what I do worry about with the Cowboys defense. Who do you have, Barley Kid? Well, listen, uh, you know, you it's been dicks. 40 years. Yeah. It's been 40 right. years since somebody led the league uh, in back uh, interceptions for back-to-back years, and we know who that Crazy. was, Al Everson Walls. Yeah. Uh, our, our pal Everson, who was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Look, I – Here's the thing with Diggs, and we've talked about it because Diggs, I've never seen a player who had a year like he had last year who got trashed more um, because of the stat nerds who like right. say, well, he gives up, uh, you know, a thousand yards. But I say, well, that's fine then in terms of interceptions because I guess teams are going to keep throwing on him, right? If, mm-hmm. he's, if he's not a good cornerback, like everybody says, he's just kind of a guy who can intercept the ball and they're going to keep throwing on him. I think that just... This it lends itself to him having another great year, interception wise. All right. Uh, if teams I hope are gonna, you're right. If they're gonna th- if do. they're gonna throw on Diggs, he's gonna pick balls off. Dan Quinn allows him to play an aggressive style at at, at corner there. Uh, he's 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 tall. He's rangy. He's got good hands. He's got good makeup speed. Um, mm-hmm. I I why not roll the dice with him at plus seven fifty? He was by far and away. And look, J.C. Jackson just had ankle surgery, so yep. um, I, that that's not going to help him uh, with with those odds. I mean, I don't know how long he's going to be out for, but I just like Diggs. I think that he's a ball hawk, right? Yep. Something the Cowboys haven't had in ages and in, in ages. It definitely helps. It was definitely. I mean, the, you know, points allowed per game went from. Was like thirty five to twenty six or something, almost ten points. So and right, a lot right. of it was due he, to uh, yet, yet he gets trashed. He gets trashed yeah. though. Well, Harry, how, how he was he supposed to do year. it two year two years in a row? Like it was, it was on well, Alabama in twenty twenty. What do you what do you want him to do? No, I mean, he's, you, no, he, he's no. His first year, he was terrible. No, I, I know it wasn't terrible. I wouldn't no, say he that was smoked plenty. He was he was pretty good. He was pretty good. Yeah, smoked plenty. Oh come on. This is ridiculous. All right, Bri, who are you taking? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking, you know, I'm taking Patrick Sertan second at 20 to one. And like you said, you know, this is definitely, this is definitely a crapshoot. If a cornerback gets double digits, yeah. they're probably winning this thing. But you could be such a good, like part of the kid was just saying, I mean, you could be such a good cornerback that you never get thrown on it. You don't even mm-hmm. have a chance. But when I look at value, I mean, Patrick Sertan coming into his second season may already be a top cornerback 
in football. He might already be this year. He could become top two or three cornerback. He graded out as one of the better ones last year. It's funny because him and Diggs were teammates, I think, for two years at yeah. Alabama. Um, but yeah, he graded out really well. He had four four interceptions last year, and you know, like we said, interceptions are random. So, uh, you know, he has a good shot as anyone on this list to to get up there. So at twenty to one. I, right. I personally, I per, I know Howard's had two good years back to back, but I personally would not take somebody um, at those odds. I, I think you got to go for a little longer shot with interceptions. This again, more of a crapshoot than any of the other ones we've we've done. So that, yeah, that's uh, what I'm on. thinking because yeah. it's more of a crapshoot. Take two, three guys in the yeah. mid and long range. I like Kevin Byard at sixteen to one. Titans is twenty three in five years. Pretty good. That's steady, mm-hmm. so you can expect they'll be right around four to six to seven, right in there. No safety has had more in that span, by the way. He had five last year. He had 13 passes defended. They throw his way. Another ball hawker, always around the ball. Uh, suspect quarterbacks in the division, Lawrence, Mills, Ryan. New diet and a steady diet of film. I mean, he committed to film last year. He actually said, yeah, I'm going to start watching film. And uh, <laughs> it paid, paid dividends. Um, and he actually admitted to watching more, and it led to another all-pro season. Kevin Byard, 16-1. to 1. So that's our interception breakdown for uh defensive players all right right now it's time for our buffalo wild wings spicy pick of the week i will judge your selection for sack leader based on bww spice scale the sack leader totals tj watt is plus 650 miles garrett plus 700 harry you going with either of those two or off the board off the board, Sal. Well, you know, listen, I, I'm loading up on the Vikings, so why wouldn't I take a defensive guy, right? I'm taking Daniil Hunter at 14 to 1. Hunter fully recovered from injuries after playing just seven games in the last two years. Before that, he had 14 and a half sacks in 2018 and the same amount in 2019. Mm. He is back in a 27, still has the capabilities to be dominant. And I'm calling it right now, TPK. Week one, Aaron Rodgers against the Packers. He goes for a deuce. Whoa, he's going to take a shit on the field? <laughs> uh, that's not good. <laughs> Shouldn't have that during a read. Uh, I, Harry, I'm going to go with, you know what? I like the player. I don't think he's fully healthy. I don't think that guy will ever be fully healthy. I'm sorry. Honey barbecue, somewhere towards the bottom of the spiciness scale. Sorry. <laughs> no good there. Not a big fan right. there. Parlay kid, uh, who's your sack leader? Boy, so I got a lot of good guys to choose from here, so but I'm going to go with Trey Hendrickson at 14 to one. This guy on the Cincinnati Bengals. I know Harry's a big fan of his. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got a nonstop motor. 27 and a half sacks the last two years. The Bengals have improved their defensive line to free him up even more than he has been. He had a 10 game sack streak last year. Teams are going to be playing from behind against the Bengals. They're going to have to throw the ball, helping. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, lead the league in sacks. Sal, he's going to go for 17 this year to lead the league. Wow. All right. Uh, You know what? I'll give you a mango habanero. I like that. You got some questionable quarterbacks in that division, right? You're going to have, for the most part, Jacoby Brissett. What else are you going to have? All right. Lamar Jackson will run free uh, if he wants. Trubisky or the rookie in there for Pittsburgh. So that's what I'm like. I I don't mind uh, Hendrickson right there. What did I give you? I gave you uh, mango, mango habanero. habanero. That's a good one. That's a hot one. Mango habanero. All right, brother Bry, you staying close to home here with this pick? Well, can I first say when we did this Buffalo Wild Wings segment, uh, I don't know if it was last week. It was it last week. I know Parley Kid and Harry gave out Sauce Gardner, and he's since signed that uh, 
deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. So right. That, I gave that it might, I gave that, that might have to yeah, do with, uh, That might have to do with what uh, Parley Kid said there. So I just want to so say So you're that. saying Trey Hendrickson might actually, he's next? <laughs> So he might he might win this. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I look at odds, and again, I'm looking for somebody with uh, some good odds. There, so I'm looking at Max Crosby at thirty to one. Now, I will say he does not have the sack totals when you look at him. He's had ten, mm-hmm. seven, and eight in his first three seasons, but he's poised for a breakout in terms of sacks. Uh, like Parley Kid was saying with Hendrickson, Crosby's motor just does not stop. You bring in Chandler Jones this year, which is going to help a great deal. And Crosby was he was a top three, four defensive player last year even without the sacks he led the league in qb pressures so not necessarily saying it's a little bit unlucky with the sacks but when you lead the league in pressures you should get more should get more sacks i think this year's sack total jumps up to top five uh in the nfl so i think at 30 to 1 you get some great value here with i love that guy i love that guy i love that pick i think it's wild uh not wild like you're crazy to take it wild wild on the scale right there three from the top Brother Brian, nice. there you go. Yes, www.buffalowildwings.com slash fantasy. Book your fantasy football draft party right now. There you go. Um, We should have Buffalo Wild Wings. So it's hard to eat over Zoom. I guess we could have ordered them to the house, Harry, right? How many would your brother have been able to eat? <laughs> I mean, he was like, it was making me sick because I, get to, I know it was hot there in Oswego and there was just like so many like... Uh, blankets and linens and i just i just right it was just so like a yeah, sherpa was laying there yeah that, that was very late for him very late for him to be up late it was <laughs> oh uh <laughs> let me throw a pick in nick bosa right there 16 to 1 uh 15 and a half last year plus four and a half in the playoffs no player has ever led the league in sacks probably kid you mentioned um interceptions no one's done it two years in a row. No player's ever led the league in sacks three straight seasons. That's what TJ Watt would be looking at. Um, I like Bosa. 49's defense should once again prove to be a miserable experience for other quarterbacks. You got Eric Armstead back in the fold after he missed time with knee injury. Javon Kinlaw, who Kyle Shanahan said seems more like himself. I like that a lot there coming back from ACL. So 35 games, 24 and a half sacks. Stay healthy, Nick Bosa. You'll win this award at uh, 16 to one. I will say when I was digging around for stats, Bri, TJ Watt, but well, I, I, can you call him underrated? He should be, he, we should be singing many, many songs about him. I, I think I don't because of Damashek and I just want, just want it to go away already. Yeah. Well, what do you, I mean, he had 22 sacks in 15 games. Yeah. 22 and a half. So, I mean, could have got tied the record, right? Could have yeah. had 25 last year if he played 17. Yeah. No, he is underrated. I mean, Again, if he's healthy, you almost got to just have money on him uh-huh. and then one other guy, right? You take him and somebody else. So right. Think, yeah. So these are good. These, uh, well, I like all these, even for wide receiver, all of them for uh, big, big uh, odds right in the middle, 14, 16, or a Crosby at 30 to 1 is nice, uh, Brian. Too. All right, let's do a defensive prop, a bonus prop. Harry, go ahead. Blake Martinez, give us what you have to say about Blake Martinez. <laughs> I mean, I mean honestly, really? he can do it. I mean, uh, just because he was cut, it doesn't mean that no, he no, no, shy no. away from this. I pick. mean, no, they made spot, a spot, spot open for Tyree Phillips and they cut him. Uh, I mean, I, this late in the season and he just came back from injury last year. I mean, he did everything. He was ready to play and now he's not on the, this is, this is brutal. Shocking. I don't know. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's the giants again, making another, listen, I got a better pick. I got a better pick. Better than the guy who's cut at 16. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, let's see. Let's see. Top the guy. Niners. 
over 126 and a half tackles. I, we mentioned him many times on the pod at minus 112. He's He's been in the league four years, led the Niners in tackles all four seasons, all over the field. Like I said, 137 last year, led the team by 35, 14 regular season games. He had seven or more. Um, he's had, has a, a average of 131 the last two years. I'm going to go over 126 and a half with Fred Warren. Like I said, Led the team all four years. I love that Niners defense. I did not love them in that playoff game against the Cowboys where we just could not get our shit going, Parley Kid. And a lot of it is blamed on Prescott not getting to the line and snapping the ball. But we were outplayed. We were. That was dumb. Dumb. But they beat up on the Packers. They almost went to the Super Bowl. It really makes this Jimmy G thing so confusing. All right, but let's stay on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Micah Parsons. All right, Parley kid over 10 and a half sacks. Yeah. Look, call me a Homer, uh, during this podcast, if you'd like. Uh, but I sure. do think Dallas is going to be led by their defense. They're going to be <laughs> led by their defense this year. They're, they're going to be more of a blue collar team. Parsons over 10 and a half sacks at minus one twelve. He had 13 in his rookie season last year. Uh, the Cowboys use him all over the field. He's just not lined up as an edge rusher. Uh, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll line him up. You know, he's covering guys in pass coverage. So, yes, I don't think he's ever going to really lead the league in sacks because he's just doing too much. But he right. certainly is more than capable of getting over 10 and a half. The guy's an absolute monster on the field. And he seems to be, what I really like about him, he seems to be a very hungry player. He wants mm-hmm. to be the greatest. He wants to be the greatest. And this Cowboys team, he's there. Uh, look, I don't. if I was starting a defense right now, I, I think he'd be my number one pick. He's the one. In the whole league. Not he, Miles Garrett. My number one pick. No, no, Parsons, Parsons. (laughs) He does a bit of everything. He does a little bit of everything for that team. He's tremendous. A little bit, Darren. Ten seems. It seems like ten always seemed like a lot of sacks, and it is. But you can have ten and be in the top twenty. That weird. Like ten puts you in the top twenty. Nine puts you in the top thirty. That's right. So it's and uh, and look, it's doable. You you know, you so you watched this team last year. He had thirteen sacks, but how many? How many was he just barely? Right. Uh, he could have had another 15, I felt like, at, at, at one point. So uh, mm-hmm. going over 10 should not, if, if he's healthy, like all these props, if he's healthy, this should be He's in that backfield all the time. He had 20 tackles for time. losses, too, So I, for loss. So I think, right. that's, I think that was like third highest behind, behind Watt and uh, Nick Bosa. So, all right, good pick. Brian, I love this. Um, it, it's a way to uh, bet on, you know, this being a bad pick for the Jaguars. Trayvon Walker, under six and a half sacks. Yeah, under six. Like, I, I don't want to shit on Walker too much. Uh, he shouldn't have been the first pick, but the sack total is too high. He was right. Six and a half. Six and a half. I mean, again, doesn't really seem high, but this guy had in three years at Georgia had nine and a half sacks. And he's like, the thing is, he's likely not even going to be in all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So he's really going to have to take advantage of certain passing situations to get these numbers, you know? And uh, I don't know. I, Again, getting to seven, it just it just seems like a lot. And again, maybe he'll be maybe he'll be good in the future. It just seemed mm-hmm. like a reach of a pick there. He hasn't shown that potential yet in terms of getting after the quarterback consistently. So I definitely think under here for him. And again, I think it's going to show as a bad pick this year. Maybe not the future, but uh, I, I like this one a lot. I think you could bet a lot of these guys under. I really, I mean, I love all the unders anyway for these. And it seems like a lot of these. These big time uh, edge rushers get hurt more often than not. Um, in fact, I'm going Von Miller. I love him as a player, but I'm going under eight and a half sacks. The last three years, he's had eight 
four and a half and five. I know he switched teams again. He's on the bills now, but why is this eight and a half, eight, four and a half and five in the last three years. And now he's 33 years old. Uh, he, I mean, he had an insane postseason. He had like a 16% pressure rate. Um, I think it was like nine or 10 um, during the regular season, but still 33. I know that bills team is supposed to be stacked. Actually their secondary is a little uh, suspect. Um, and now watch him put his old teammate Stafford down four times in week one. That'll be, but anyway, <laughs> I'm staying under, under eight and a half Von Miller. Um, that's my pick there. All right. That was fun. All right. So now we're done. We've kind of done like all the positions and everything. What are we going to do next week, guys? Let's mm. just rest. We'll rest it up next week. Now, next week we go over all the awards. That's the only thing we have not done. We've touched on a few, but right now the college football games we're watching right now, Tennessee is crushing, right? Uh, Pitt took the lead over West Virginia. These will all be final by the time um, you listen to this. And is there another decent game? That's it, right? Well, Penn State, they're at halftime now. I don't even know what the score is. Yeah, well, what Penn State just got the ball with like 20 seconds left or 30 seconds left on their own, like 20. Had they Did score they? right before the half? Had, they did score? Like 20... Shit. All yeah, right, I got this Purdue team. I got them just over. Just yeah. prepare yourself for a, uh, a devastating... Oh. Uh, not covered by OSU at some point. They've punted four straight times. So oh, I don't, I don't care. Know what's no. oh, you think I'm crazy? I, I took them on the money line. Oh, I took them yesterday with the line. Right. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But uh, my big bet is money line Oklahoma. I Hooker think it'd be for Heisman, it Darren. Again. Hooker for Heisman. He might have to do a little more than beat Ball State. Hooker. Um, oh, uh, no. what, about, what, did I, what is that? Pen? Oh, it's 21-10. Jeez, Brian. 21-10 Penn State. All right. So those games yeah. will be done by the time you – what. One game that is going to be going on Saturday, Arkansas, six and a half point favorite over Cincinnati. Cincinnati, strong team last year. No Desmond Ritter this year. The over-under is 51 and a half. I'm taking the Razorbacks. I'm KJ Jefferson fan. He's at home. Uh, since he's starting a lot of new guys, uh, Arkansas front f- uh, four star- starters returning on the front four offensive line. Lots of, lots of familiar faces. They led the power five with 230 yards rushing per game. They get a lot of those guys back. Um, not sure how their defense will be, but Arkansas is going to score points. Fayetteville, not kind to coach fickle 35, 23 Razorbacks. Harry, how do you like it? I'm with you, Sal. Our boy bumper pool has returned for his senior yeah. year. He led the hogs with 125 tackles last year. I love you mentioned Sal quarterback, KJ Jefferson, 21 touchdowns, just four picks last year. He also can run too. He had six rushing touchdowns. And it was teams, and he was also the team's leading rusher. A lot of holes, like you mentioned, for Cincinnati to fix. Ritter, quarterback with the Falcons now, running back Jerome Ford, who had 20 touchdowns for the Bearcats last year, is with Cleveland. And I mentioned yesterday, uh, leading wide receiver Alec Pierce is now with Indianapolis and Matt Ryan. Uh, And by the way, the top three tacklers for Cincinnati also last year are in the NFL. So Arkansas at home rolls. All right, let's take, you know what? Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Then we have the big ones. And when I say big ones, big spreads for teams that are interesting. Georgia, Oregon, and Ohio State, Notre Dame. All right, we're back. Let's go with the two big games. Could be big, should be interesting. Let one of them be close. Georgia and Oregon, Ohio State, Notre Dame. One spread, 16 and a half. That's Georgia. Ohio State is 17 and a half. Can we get a good one out of these two? That'll be fun. What a fun introduction to college football will be in week one. Uh, Ducks return almost all their starting offensive linemen to go along with the four running backs. Uh, Cardwell, Irving, Whittington, that Sean Dollars is uh, tough. 
I think if they run like they did versus Ohio State last year, slow down the game. I'm picking the under here. I don't know. Am I crazy to go 26-17 in St. Georgia, who had like 47 guys graduate to the pros? Maybe they slow. Maybe it's a slow start. Um, then you got Dan Lanning, the former Georgia defensive coordinator. It's going to be tough to stop them. And I'm not really a Bo Nix guy, but I think Stetson Bennett is going to have some trouble early on, then pulls out a 26-17 when I'm going under. Parley Kid, you're taking Oregon points. Yeah, you know, so I reverse course on this here, um, you know, partially because Harry's brother is on Oregon, right, Harry? I heard Scott today. He said Oregon. Yeah, that uh, well, when got you mean me thinking. On, on him, on Oregon, he's betting them, not that doesn't play for them, right? No. <laughs> right, that's he, right. He's on Correct. Him. He's on him, yeah. Correct. He, could, <laughs> he might be able to break into that lineup, though. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's pretty big. Uh, yeah, and so Better I, GPA I think, than you. I, <laughs> Scott? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Scott can't spell GPA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I hear where you're coming from. You're just talking under. So mm-hmm. getting this many points, I think, favors the Ducks. I thought about that. Dan Lanning, yeah. like you're saying, the former defensive uh, coordinator for Georgia, who knows their offense better than Dan Lanning mm-hmm. uh, with the Ducks here. And this, the Ducks have um, uh, an incredible linebacking core. They are ranked number 11th in the country. Um, Stetson Bennett, we know he's solid. He's a solid quarterback, right? But yeah. I think I think Oregon's going to give him fits all game, and he's not somebody that's going to make plays on his own uh, per se, right? Um, he's a system quarterback. He's a very good system quarterback. But this Georgia this Georgia team, especially on the offensive side, they lost. I know they they lost a lot of blue chippers. Uh, in the draft, I don't think any teams had more players ever drafted before than that Georgia yeah. team. It was insane. Now, granted, they just they had these five-star recruits that they come and fill in, but it's their, a lot of cases, their first game that they're playing at the college level. I think it's right. going to take some time. I think Oregon is going to be good enough here with Lanning devising a game plan to st- stop uh, Bennett, um, stop their passing game. Their linebacking core is going to shine. I think Oregon, you know, I think this can be a pretty close game. Uh, hmm. uh, granted, I think that the quarterback situation, they haven't even announced their starting quarterback yet, Oregon. Right. I'm guessing it's going to be Bo Nix, but they Gotta haven't be. mentioned it yet. Gotta be. Yeah, they're gonna, they, I, they haven't said that, but yeah. Uh, all right, so the other one, Ohio State, home against Notre Dame. Boy, I mean, you heard it, uh, baby face. I was on with Eddie Spaghetti. I'm like, Notre Dame's going to cover. This is going to be a good game. I think it'll be like 33-20, somewhere in there. I actually have Notre Dame scoring late to bring it to 13. I'm like, come on, spaghetti. We could, we could do this. And Joel, he was so distraught. He's like, yeah, well, even if we win, it doesn't matter. It's fixed. Ohio state's going to the playoffs. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Brother Brian, I know he's not even here. Spaghetti. I must, he must be getting himself ready for this one. You like Notre Dame plus 17 and a half. Yeah. I like 17 and a half. It's a, it's a lot of points. I mean, we've seen, no, I will say we've seen Notre Dame and Eddie's probably, you know, Eddie could be bummed because we've seen Notre Dame in these big games against the, the elite team. Right. So like playing Bama, playing Clemson, uh, even in 2015 when they played Ohio state in the bowl game, bowl game, they ended up getting blown out um, mm-hmm. in pretty much all of these games. And, you know, Ohio state's offense is going to be phenomenal this season, but you know, I, it could be a little bit rusty out of the gate. And Notre Dame defensively should be very good. And and we saw what Michigan, I mean, let's not forget, we saw what Michigan did to them uh, in the Big Ten Championship. Um, although, albeit Michigan, you know, they they really struggled in that game. And then we also saw them struggle against Utah. 
Um, uh-huh. and, and then that game, they started off really slowly. We saw Utah get off to a huge lead. So I think we see the same thing here. I think Notre Dame plays well early on. I think Ohio State takes over a little bit late. Uh, but I still love the points. It's just, it's a lot of points here. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I like the, I you know, these games are close. Been, Let them be close. They've been Come playing on. this. Let they, them be they, close. Notre Dame's been playing this underdog role, right? This whole offseason, like, guys, under, I mean, under, I know who the coach said they didn't know about the spread, which was bullshit. But, um, you know. And then, for, you know, if they lose by a ton, we can just all be mad at Eddie and Eddie will refuse to watch the game for the rest of the year. So that's what I said. Um, I said, did you already yeah. check out? You're not going to give it one game. I did. You know, Damashek brought up a good point. Like this might be the most likable Notre Dame is and has been in years. Right. With Marcus Freeman, you know, like they're kind of in the underdog role. The Manti Teo doc is out. You feel bad for him. So if they keep this yeah. close and Marcus Freeman is celebrating on the on the sidelines, this is fun. This would be fun for a few weeks. Room for Notre Dame. I don't know why I'm doing it. Eddie's not in the room. Let's talk. Let's talk Turkey. <laughs> let's talk what's true here with with uh, Ohio State, who I have winning the whole thing. This was an insane stat that I read today on Extra Points. So they lose two wide receivers in the first round, right? Olave and Wilson, and still have their number one receiver back, Jackson Smith and, yep. and Jigba. Isn't that insane yep. to lose two wide receivers in the first round and neither of them were their best stats wise? Yep, crazy. Really, really crazy. And the other thing was they Ohio State has had as many first round draft picks at wide receiver in 2022 than the Irish had since 1989 when we graduated high school, Harry. Well, I don't know. Did you grad? You graduated high school. Yeah. So there you go. Either way, I'm saying 33-20. Let's get the sharp tank. Give me your best bets. I'll buy into one of them. We got UFC. We got college all over the place. WNBA still going, Bry. Yeah, still going strong. Well, is, they're uh, they're really. Harry talked about this. Uh, I don't know if he talked about this on the pod, but the WNBA is really stringing out these games. I mean, these teams are playing like Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. Yeah, like it's right. they really, really pushing these games out. I wonder where they're getting they're, that idea from. They're gonna. Uh, I know. They're <laughs> getting, they're, I know they're gonna be going into like they're gonna be competing <laughs> with, mm-hmm. with football for like three weeks. The way this is going. Right. Exactly. All right. So I'll go, I'll start with you first. Uh, Sharp Tank, you guys each pick a, a game or an event or something this weekend. You can include Monday because we're going to be off. Uh, and then I will jump on one. Is Bye. this me? You, you yeah, sure me go. first? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I will say like, again, I, I do love, I gave out last week, I gave out the storm to win the whole thing, um, which still, that's going to take a long time, but I do love Seattle in game three at home, which is pretty much an even game. Love, love that. But you got you got to go football at this time of year for your sharp tank picks. Although I hate it, I hate sharp tank now <laughs> because now I'm literally looking at everything. I'm like, we got UFC going on. We have 20 million college games. Next week's going to be way worse with the NFL. But right, I was looking at it, kind of like Boise State plus two and a half at Oregon State. I would buy this up by a half a point. You know, I will say our Oregon State was great at home last year. I don't, they didn't mm-hmm. lose actually at home. But I just trust Boise State early in these early season matchups. I think both teams have a lot of a lot of returning guys. They have the lines back. They have the quarterbacks back. These should both be pretty good teams. But we saw last year we went to the game Oregon State. We saw them fall apart. Right. I was going to um, say, how do what do we do we, here? We saw we them fall them? apart. Poor poor TJ was you know devastated oh. in that game. But we saw how bad they looked right against Utah State. Right. What was the final score of that game? They got out. 
they were playing pretty well early. But what it was, it was what was it the went score? under? It did. Uh, it did I'll go. Look it, up. it did go under. But Utah State ended up blowing them out, kind of the, right at the end of that. At the end of that game, Boise State beat up right. Boise State's a team that usually beats up on Utah State. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like this Boise t- State team. And again, I like them early in the season in these n- non-conference matchups. Getting plus two and a half. I'll, I'll take them out right to win two. But I I will definitely buy this up to three. Um, but yeah, it was like 24, 24, 13 was the final. Yeah. I can't even believe it got that high. It got up to 37 points. 13. Uh, poor, uh, poor TJ. By the way, uh, TJ was shaking his leg. I really thought he was going to commit a murder in our uh, luxury <laughs> box. But uh, I mean, they just could not score. Jimmy Kimmel um, Bowl is coming back. Coming this back. Year. Yeah, yep. I didn't even know that. Jimmy was like, ah, I don't think we're doing it again. Then I'm like, wow, I get uh, I get ads. I'm like, is this happening? He's like, yeah, Doug DeLuca <laughs> sold me on it. December 17th, Saturday, 1230 uh, Pacific. So it's the same thing, right? right it's the pack. What, pack, it's a pack 12, 12 Mountain West. Place I think gonna, versus Mountain West. I have a feeling it's going to be the same. Yeah, same uh, format there. All right. Uh, Harry, what do you like here? Yeah, um, you went with me last week, Sal. We won with that uh, New Mexico we State, did. Nevada under. Nice one. Uh, and with a win, I will be 7-3 and three in my last 10 sharp tanks. So I, I can't like even read your – you're like 8-8. Eight and eight. Yep, I'm 8. I'm eight. You meant 8-4-8 eight, eight with baseball? What the hell were you meaning? Like no, I meant 8-8, but then I changed it to 10 for 10 for sets. Sets 1. You know, 8-8 eight eight, eight 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 doesn't mean 8-for-8. <laughs> eight eight. Kind of does. Not in our, not in our language. Yeah, I'll check the text. It said eight slash eight. Like, oh, I'm eight slash eight. All right, go ahead. All right, listen, I got a hidden, I got a hidden gem here. Your brother gave the University of Texas pick. I heard you give this during the uh, during our draft, but yep, University of Texas, San Antonio, the Mm -hmm. Roadrunners plus four and a half. Like it on the money line too, but I like plus four and a half against Houston. This team's got a loaded offense. They were really good. They look at their stats last year. They were huge. Scored 27 or more in 11 of 13 regular season games last year. Averaged 38 points per game. Uh, that was 12th in the nation. 12th in the nation also in yards at 445. And the Roadrunners returned quarterback Frank Harris, who had 33 total touchdowns last year. Their leading running back, Sincere McCormick, of 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. And their leading wide receiver, Zakari Franklin, who had 12 touchdowns. So, Houston comes into this road game ranked 24th, but it's a great spot for UTSA to pull off a stunner. They have the player to do so. But if it's close, I am going to take the four and a half with the Roadrunners. All right. Uh, Parley, kid, you're going UFC again. At that. You know, we don't have to do UFC. There's so much football. You don't have to do golf. We can't do golf. <laughs> we can take off from golf, take off from UFC at night. Instead, you can watch Boise State, Oregon nah. State. You can watch Hawaii, Western Kentucky. These are all late. You don't have to watch Whitaker. Is no, that what you going by decision? UFC, UFC is still, uh, you know, prime. Yeah, it's the prime sport going on at that time of, of the night, right? At I, that guess, point. I guess. I um, guess. We, right. yeah. we do have. We do have. Live we do have live golf this so weekend, we guys. Can't. We have live golf. There is. There's no. Uh, there's. Uh, they don't put odds on it, have they? Yet? Wow! Wow! They did it. DJ they and Cam Smith it. are five to one. No hmm. kidding. Yeah, right. well, look, listen, we can't sell UFC short now. They, they These guys produce almost a good card every weekend. Mm-hmm. Whitaker versus Vittori. Uh, one thing I would say about this fight, I, you know, in terms of uh, the odds, 
I think it should be a little closer than it is. I don't know if Whitaker should be that minus 210 or, or I've seen him up to minus 230 uh, favorite mm. in this fight. Um, I, I think it should be a little uh, less than that. Uh, so therefore, I'm going to bring those odds down and take Whitaker by decision. Uh, mm. Whitaker is just an all-around solid fighter, and Vittori kind of is too. I just think he's a shade uh, better than him uh, and has always been better than him. He's been one of the best Whitaker uh, I've won on him before, um, but I just don't see th- this fight ending. This is going to go the distance. Uh, you know, Whitaker. I'm not sure if he's uh, you know real knockout specialist at this point of his, his of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think Vittori, even though he is a, a hard striker, I don't think he has what it takes to uh, really get him out of the ring either early. So I think it goes the distance. Whitaker wins by decision at minus one. 10 so but like by it. the way well, like i was it. wrong you know what i'll go with you parlay kid because i you're right we should not abandon ufc um but are you gonna watch this it's at it's in france it's saturday at noon i think some of these fights are going down this is not well, a night card right so if now that's you're the going case, to all these <laughs> really isn't that weird like i should know that but like it's, it just seems well, like it's uh, gone right like yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a, a home it's a good card for him, good, that makes right? for gone yeah it's a right? good yeah. card it's a good card too I, I, I yeah. love the Whitaker. I mean, Whitaker should always be a headliner, though. His fights are always mm-hmm. good. I do like that pick. Be, I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably have a ton on Whitaker parlayed with something else just because I don't think Vittori's not going to be able to just take him down and keep him on the ground. So I, mm. he's going to be a significantly right, better that puncher. And, Andrade there. was canceled that fight, right? There's still some good ones there. All right, I'm with you, Parley kid. Let's jump uh, on this together. Whitaker by decision. Nice. That's Sharp Tank. Good week, fellas. We did it. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, defensive players. We got into some college. We got into some Harry stuff with his ex-girlfriend. Harry bought his <laughs> wife a car. So much so much uh, going on. And uh, what a... Oh, babyface. Yeah, we have a gold hat to give away. Right? I have no idea who won. We will give the, it away. Uh, August uh, prop culture, right? Yeah, tune in on Monday. Could it be Brother Brian's first hat? What a great way to no, start the NFL season. Right, I no way. Did I win? Did I... Well, I don't know that you did, Hold on. Let's look at like one or two of these and just uh, uh, how many countries will J-Lo and Ben be photographed in two and a half? I think it's under uh, this one in Italy, right? I will have to double check that. Um, Joel, you'll be you'll watch that Disney Plus show to see how many times I Am Groot was uh, uttered, right? That's good. Um, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. All right. There's a lot. There's a lot here. We have for good. Jesse, will Walter White or Jesse Pinkman appear in the series finale? Better call Saul. The answer was yes, right there. Oh. All right. So there you go. What, Harry? What's the matter? I went, I went no. Yeah, I went no too. I was stupid too. So, Harry, like have you ever watched up. Breaking Bad? Oh, I watched the whole thing. It's the best you thing did? ever. Did that you really? Only sh- wow. Yep. Yeah. That surprises me. Wow. That does me all too. time. No kidding. <laughs> What's so who one? Do you, yeah, what? Yeah, what's number one? You don't Curb. watch. Curb. Well, they did. Yeah, they did. But on, on drama. Too. So this is your number one drama then, because those aren't. The, the, there is a co- character named Drama in Entourage, but that was mm. that was the only. Is that the only drama you ever saw? You never watched like Lost or anything, did you? Nah, Sopranos. You watched, didn't you? Sopranos, yeah. Oh, you did watch the whole thing. All right, so those yeah. have to be two. Mm. Uh, Joel, any? No, he didn't watch The Wire. No way. All right. Nah. I don't know if you saw this. We got a tweet from Matthew Owen saying, going to Rochester, New York this weekend and saw past that Utopia Oswego. 
I'd love to drop mm. off some lotto tickets to King Scott. <laughs> Let me know which onion farm to visit slash subway he frequents. Oh, that's nice. So. Nice. What's the onion farm, Harry? Nice. What's it called? Uh, Janetto. Janetto Onion Farm? All right, drop Janetto, him off there. Janetto Onion Farm. Janetto uh, Farms. They'll find their way to him, Janetto. <laughs> and Scott will do. Boy, what a treat it is seeing him all the time. <laughs> well, so, uh, so from what I remember about Oswego, he could probably stop at almost mm-hmm. any type of wherever, uh, you know, a McDonald's or whatever, uh, any type of uh, yeah, place fast, that yeah. gives a service. And uh, you could mention Scott and somebody would know him, right? There's oh, yeah. a very good chance. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. In that town. Yeah. It was like so. a Loch Ness monster. Like you, yeah, everyone's heard of it. <laughs> There's no ignoring it. Hey, uh, well, before we sign off for Babyface, so we had um so I I'm going over the new schedule with uh Mikey Meatballs and Eddie Spaghetti, and it's freaking it's very difficult to understand. So I was making sure it was quiet. And then Joel walks in and Harry was cr- complaining to him about this new Poopy Pants nickname. You, you don't like it? One of our listeners gave you the nickname of Pip Poopy Pants because you shit your pants once. Um, and he knows about it. And you were really, Joel, he was really complaining, right? Well, first of all, as Harry will explain, he likes it when you're funny. If you're going to go after him, there's one rule okay. you got to be funny. Right. And that's true. Mm-hmm. And also, you, you should be accurate. And, and we were trying to figure out, you know, we had to jog his memory. At, at some point, did he mention or discuss? Going poopy pants, and we this is factually not <laughs> correct. So, yeah, correct, correct. It's factually not correct. Yeah, but then you that just said did. something like so you, you might have had COVID. So that makes it not pants funny. That makes it not witty. That makes it stupid. Okay. And the guy, who, and the guy who's saying this is a Bears fan. So give me a break. Yeah, Bears fans. I think it's uh, hysterical. I, I think it's hysterical and accurate. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's got everything going for it. It really does. All right, that's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, the Jenner trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long, happy handicapping, and happy Labor Day. Keep pooping. Na, na, na.